Done, man. Episode 105, baby. Oof. We back at it. Let's go. This is and this is I think this is like a like a Father's Day edition, man. Yeah, right. right. We have Isn't, to. Yeah, it's Father's Father. Day is next is next week. Yep. Um, we we're gonna lead us to the end, but I guess we're, we're not gonna be here next week. Yep. So um, yeah, we gotta shout out to the fathers. Yeah. Matter of fact, y'all should just take time to yourself on Sunday. Lock yourself in a room. Just listen to us for the rest. <laughs> At least for an hour. At least for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you having a hard day? You put us on for a little bit. Hopefully we make you laugh. Yeah, we'll be sure to say some wild shit in here so you can tell the kids that they're not allowed to be around while you listen. Dude, I had a um this past weekend, um, I was with some family and and somebody goes, Yo, in my next gathering, you need to bring one. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I know this dude. <laughs> it's a bad idea. <laughs> Will there be alcohol? I'm in. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't even care who it is. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, they're all cool. It's funny uh, when I when I when we when we went on the fishing trip a couple weeks ago, oh, and yeah. uh, like, I've I've met some of them, but the most of them I hadn't ever. Yep. But it did feel like I knew them just from like the whether it was on social media through like the pod oh, stuff, yeah, or right, just right. because they'll talk to me about something that I'm just like, oh yeah, I said that on the. Thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the remember uh, one one of the dudes who was with Joe. He was like. He goes, oh, yeah, I recognize you. But I know the voice. I know the voice. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> He's like, I recognize that voice. I'm like, oh, it's funny, man. <laughs> it's cool. It's it, it's weird to feel like somebody knows you like that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it was cool where you're just like, oh, yeah, this is a this is a real normal conversation now because, yep. because the awkward introduction is kind of out of the way. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, right. yeah. like, you've already heard me talk shit at my worst. So. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe glimpses of of what my best ish is. Ah <laughs> oh, shit! All right, everybody, welcome back to the Carbon Footprint Podcast, episode one hundred and five. He is one, and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, and talk about things going on in the world. Try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And in keeping with the summer theme and the Father's Day theme, Father's Day, yeah, right. Hit him with the drink of the day, Yo, sir. This one is for all them dads out there pretending to do yard work this weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> something refreshing. Here. <laughs> you, need to, you need to prune that palm tree, Sean, on Sunday. <laughs> Take you approximately seven hours. He'll be like, where's, where's dad? Where's dad? <laughs> he was in the backyard. He going to be having a mint julep on top of a ladder in the backyard with Absolutely. an umbrella. Pretending to be cutting this tree. But uh, yeah, this week, man, we, we we had to do it for the fellas one time. So this one's a uh, mint julep. Uh, it is uh, two ounces, two and a half ounces of bourbon, which we, we always do the Woodford. Whenever we're mixing bourbon, for the most part, we, we always do that Woodford because it's good. Half an ounce of simple syrup. You have to muddle mint and the simple syrup at the bottom of a glass. Uh, so maybe what, like four or five mint leaves? I think you did. The more the better. The more the better. You can't go wrong with mint. <laughs> so you muddle the mint and the uh, simple syrup, half an ounce. Fill it up with crushed ice. Uh, then throw in the bourbon and then top off with some club soda. Make sure you stir it up. And uh, that's it, man. It's simple. Oh, it's clap, refreshing. Oh, clap, clap the, the mint. mint. Very important. Yeah, clap the mint that you throw on top for the garnish because it, it releases that scent. And it, yeah. It's... Oh, that that aroma. And so I like a little sugar in my drink. I don't know why. Um, but if you don't like it as as sweet, you know, you it's 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 a cool drink because you can limit the amount of simple sugar or simple syrup that you use if you want it to sort of mm-hmm. be more. So if you want to taste more of the bourbon. Um, the, the mint, like I said, that we, I was throwing like, I don't know, probably six, seven leaves in there this and muddling them at the bottom. However, whatever you did in this one, this, one, this, this last one, one we yeah, made was good. was good. Um, but yeah, this is, this is like, I like this one, man. I don't like the first one I did, but this, this is the third one. This first, one's good. The first drink is like the first pancake. That's a throwaway. <laughs> That's the one you get to the dog. <laughs> That's the one you get. <laughs> Except we don't waste alcohol around here. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this one hit, man. This one hit good. I, I, and I love mint julep. So when you, you came through and you had the stuff, I was like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> I figured you would know, man. Yeah, I, I love I love mint juleps, man. They're so good. And he said it's... I, 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 well, I feel like this is false now, but I used to feel like it was so hard to make bourbon refreshing. But since we started doing the pod, I would say we've come up with at least four or five or, or have stumbled upon four or five recipes that made bourbon. Because bourbon is not one of those things where I want to have outside on a hot summer day. 
No, but, but in this, this yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, and and it's optional. You could do this in a in one of the copper uh, mugs too, and it just gives it a different. Um, yeah, it just gives it a different feel. But yeah, and even with this one, I was like, definitely take like whatever glass you're putting it in. The crushed ice is a must yeah. to the rim. Yep. Crushed ice to the rim. Hit it with the bourbon. Um, hit it, you know, top it off with the club soda. Um, clap that mint leaf, and you get that aroma when you before you take every every drink. It's so good, and like you said, for the I wouldn't I would never put bourbon as a summer drink, but this one is this one hits. Oh, this one's, this one's fire, man! I love this. This is a good choice this week, man. It was perfect, the fellas. Like you said it was, it was a good one. For, it was a good one for the guys. Good uh, one for the fellas, man. This, this is great, man. I love these, and just like you were saying about the crushed ice, it's like a mojito, man. You don't do mojitos with regular ice cubes. It's always crushed ice, so like it, it does change the drink. So the, don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a we're gonna have a recipe on IG mm-hmm. along with the picture, so y'all can check it out. Go try it yourself. Let us know what you think. Hell yeah! All right, man. What you got, man? My carbon footprint of the week um, is actually going out to a woman in Minneapolis. Her name is Linda Taylor. So Linda Taylor is a seventy-year-old woman who has spent her, or at least most of her life, um, giving her time as a volunteer um, to help the homeless and the needy. Um, was living in a house in Minneapolis for about 19 years. And the owner came through and was like, hey, I'm about to sell. She didn't have the money. So he's like, I'm about to sell. You you have until, let's say, January. She rented for 19 years. Rented. Wow. Rented for 19 years. Which... But the same I know a lot of people. No, but I mean, at the same place, like a house, not an apartment. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. So selling the property, um, she couldn't afford it. Okay. And um, the neighborhood came through and asked the owner, hey, give us till June. We, we will come up with the money. And actually came up with the money um, a month early and ended up buying the house for this lady. And they were doing things like um, they did like an art show. They did bake sales. They did like uh, pro bono work for like real estate agent. Um, they did countless like small donations. There was a community fund drive. So they did countless things to to try to put, pull this money together. And they were successful and they bought this woman a house. And I was like, you know, at first I was going to give the carbon footprint to the community. But then as I thought about it, I was like, it wasn't, I mean, it was a community, obviously. But the community was affected by what this woman did for a living right so she sort of gave her time to help people less fortunate and clearly was someone in the in the neighborhood that everybody knew as sort of like a giver and then the neighborhood pulled through in the in her time of need with 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 her right if she's helping the needy and the homeless you know most likely it's not those people that are gonna help you in your time of need. But clearly, like I said, the, the, the neighborhood saw the impact that she was having over this 20 year period and thought she was worth it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You, the things you must have done or she must have done or what she meant to them for them to even get this idea, like you said, and for them to all, you know, it takes a lot of effort to put together these kind of fundraisers and all that stuff. Man. I don't know what the price wow. was, but it doesn't matter. Nope. Right, yeah. because if she was renting, it wasn't like she was like a rent to own you know, she got she's starting at zero. Yeah. And they raised the money, man. They raised the money and bought the house for her, man. So good for them. So like I say, shout out to that neighborhood. Shout out to her, you know, for you know, for for doing what she what she did for it for for twenty years and helping the the um you know, the less fortunate and then and then being in a position where she knew enough people and made a big of an impact on those people. For, for for them to want to help, actually want to do that, yeah, man, that's wow, man. Like you said just just for people to be want to want to do that. Humans shock me all the time, man, because we're the fucking like worst people on earth, but we're also like I love people. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, also bro. when we come together, man, for something, dude. There's literally like we do some wild shit. Like we just do amazing. Like I mean, you think of anything ever is human. It's either a human idea or a human concept. Or human, like. There's nothing better, I think, than people coming together like that. And then the shit we can pull off, man, collectively, because we all have different 
ideas. We all have different thought processes. We all have like, so when you combine these things, man, like you see, we really do like, and this is like, just like the corniness aside, but we do sort of just tend to pull off some crazy shit when we work together, man. Absolutely, so I always bro. love seeing stuff like this, man. It's, yeah, and it's, and it's both ends of the spectrum, right? We can do some really like horrible. No, we shit. do horrific shit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we're capable. I think it, it's what it's what separates us from the rest of the animals, right? Like we're just so like we're capable of doing so many great and also horrific things on either end, yeah. you know, whatever because of all the other attributes we have. But yeah, man, when when we come together for something, man. God, man, we we literally nothing that we can't pull off. I think it's 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 just insane, man. So to so see us like, I don't know, see a group of people pull this off for this lady, and I'm sure this means the world to her. Oh, absolutely, uh, bro. Yeah, man, you, I can't imagine at 70 uprooting your life that you've known for the last two decades and just yeah, uh, yeah. And then, and at that age, right, you're going like, okay, where am I gonna go? Yeah, I gotta find you know, yeah, just everything, man. Like it's some people, it's just real estate. You just kind of move, but I feel like at 70 and you've been there that long, I don't know, that's the twilight of your life. That's like the, that's a big change, man. That That's like, that's like, that's like something that could be like debilitating health wise, right? Like that could lead into a depression or whatever. Like you just never know, man. So like, just, that's cool, man. She was able to sort of maintain her, um, her life, I yeah. think. And and, and, then, and, then the, and then the fact that she, at least for those 20 years, right, just sort of lived her life kind of giving away to others. Yeah. To have that come back, it's, it's almost like the thing that you kind of hope for, right? You go like, I'm helping, I'm helping, I'm helping. I hope that if I ever need anything, that people help me too. And and for it to come to, you know, come to fruition that way, man, it's got to feel amazing for her. And also feel amazing for the community that they're able to do that for her. Yeah, man, it's the, the karma, man. I'm like a strong believer in the karma, like the energy you put out, sort of you get back in some way. Um, and, and I guess, uh, you know, like to, to some, uh, you know, if you're religious, you, you feel like, yeah, that's just like the God paying you back or whatever it is, man. I'm like, it, it's so real. Like whatever that energy is, whether it's, 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 it's otherworldly because you're religious or, or just the feeling or just like the manifestation of like what you sort of put out and how you interact or whatever that is, man. Like I'm a strong believer in that. And, uh, yeah, it's just cool to see it pay off or something for, for someone like that, man. That's awesome, man. That's so dope. That's cool, man. What you got? Listen, man, I feel like this week, uh, we were just talking about this, man. I feel like it's only appropriate to, to do it for, for, for the fathers, man. The, uh, uh, the dad. Yeah, man. Let's go one time. Give it up for the fathers. Yeah, man. I think, uh, unless you, uh, you a father by uh, donation only, <laughs> right, 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 right. By spread. Yeah, We're not you, talking about y'all. <laughs> is it, is it uh, of like fathers versus dads? It really is, man. It's uh, uh, true, right? Like a father is like, yeah, you can make a child, but a dad is like somebody who was sort of like there for you and whatever, yeah. like all, all, all the kind of, I don't know, the, the things that come with being a dad, which are different to all of us, right? They're they're different, but yeah, man, I, I felt like uh, it's appropriate this week to give it to the dads. Obviously, Father's Day weekend, and um, just thinking about like you had a, a a great idea earlier, man. You were talking about. It. I'm like, it, it's it's worth talking about because I think as guys, we don't tend to talk about this sort of stuff um, probably as much as we should. Um, but just like like guy like fathers or men or whatever that have had an impact on your life, man, and like at, at, in one like one way or another, man, like me, like I grew up with a with a stepdad. Um, and then I grew up with like my uncles were the ones who really taught me like every childhood memory that I can think of, of like the stereotypical things you learn, like whether it's riding a bike or going to a sports game or like, you know, whatever that, like my uncles were there for me, like teaching me how to work on a car, teaching me how to fix a flat on a bike, teaching, you know, like that stuff. Like for me, my uncles collectively became like those father figures. Yeah. And and then I also had like, you know, my stepfather who did other things, but he probably wasn't as like, um, did he, did his stepfather kind of embrace you or not, 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 no, he, he, he certainly did. Like he accepted. But he just wasn't one of those people who was like, um, yeah, g- gonna go take you to a game or gonna teach you how to work on a car or do that. Like, oh. you know, like he he just his personality was just different. So he was um, um, certainly embraced us, certainly, you know, went to all our sports games and things like that. But like uh, I, I would think of when I think of like the lessons that I'll take away the rest of my life like you know even when it comes to girls like like the the do's and don'ts <laughs> like i've learned from like 
you know, like my uncles or like the conversations I've had of even about that. Like uh, I, I look at my uncles, man, like I have a big group of uncles and you've met some of them, like yep. obviously and get together. Um, I'm super close with a lot of them. And those are the guys I look at as like my father figures, man, all the time. Cause those guys have done, like I said, anything, man. It's for, from, from, uh, how, how do you talk to a girl to how do I gas up my car? to how do I wash it? To, you know, how do you fix this? Uh, you know, you know, career choices to fixing this in your house, like all this stuff. Like my uncles have been there for me. And it's funny, man. Like I, I had a different relationship growing up with them. I think, um, because my mom was younger and because my uncles tend to be younger and I was maybe sort of a, like a, a younger brother as opposed to a nephew, I guess. Yeah. Um, the dynamic was just so different. Like some of them just carried, like just, just took me everywhere with them. Right. Like I was like the annoying little brother kind of thing, right. but it's hilarious. Cause to this day, there's things that I get away with, with my uncles that I shouldn't, that no one does. But like, I couldn't tell you a time any of them was pissed at me or like or really? mad at me. Oh, I've seen them lose their shit at people for less. Yeah. None of them have ever like lost it at me. And I, and I think it's just you ever like, tell them, man. Um, I think so lately yeah I was gonna say we're so bad at that oh, we're bro. horrible we're man. so bad at that bro but go ahead man you say you you no, told I, them I, so I've gotten better lately I think I've either say like I love you man or like or just just having a conversation like yeah man like you did this for me like like dude my uncle the one that helped me build the bathroom for example like we spent so much time stuck in that bathroom that we had conversations and even our text messages are different now like and 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 our text messages would be like hey man I got you like I love you like thank you like I could have never imagined sharing an exchange like that with one of my uncles who I'm really close to, you know, like three years ago. Right. But I think, you know, and in some of my other uncles that I'm super close to who I grew up with, I did stuff like just like, you know, we'll talk shit back and forth and I'll be like, love you, man. Like I could have never imagined doing that like three or three, four years ago. And I don't know, man, something switched at some point in time where I can't remember who took sort of that leap of faith. But whichever one did, I think we all just sort of embraced it and it oh, just became dope. a thing, man. Yeah. And it was dope because like. Like you said, like, as guys, we just don't do that. Like, it's just something we're just taught, like, ah, you know, don't be like that. Like, that's yeah. corny or whatever. Like, um, and, um, yeah, man, at some point in time, I think that switch flipped. And, and I'm glad it did, man, because I feel like there's there's certain moments or certain things that I've shared with them over the last couple of years that I'm glad, like, like you know, wh- whatever. Like, the, they're all pretty young. But, you know, if something happens, like, 20, 30, 40 years from now, like, I'm not going to feel like, man, I wish I would have told them X. Because, I, like, now I feel like the last couple of years, like, they know how I feel about them and how much they right. sort of meant to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. So, like, for, for me, I had uh, my father, who I didn't even know who was my father until, you know, like a year ago. I think we're I think we were like right at the anniversary date. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but who was in my life, you know, forever, um, who obviously a huge, huge impact on my life. Um, and then I have another guy that I spent time with in uh in Pennsylvania through the Fresh Air Fund when I was a kid that I looked at as a as a father figure. And that dude, I, I wanna say it was a Father's Day, maybe like last year or two years ago. <laughs> that I was feeling like the, you know, like I need to tell him. Like the emotional. Yeah, like the emotional part. Is this on the heels of you finding out everything? No. Okay, this is before. Okay, so this is this this is the Pennsylvania guy. Not on not no, but not I mean, just dad. did were you finding out this stuff and maybe you're feeling like no? Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So so I go so I, I remember um, writing like a text message to him and kind of like it was kind of long and just going hey man like and I don't remember exactly what it was but like a hey like I really appreciate you and and the things that you did for me and you taught me and you know I still hold those things dear dear to my heart whatever blah 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 right kind of wrote this long thing and he was like. Thanks. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> but he's probably that old school, like he, yeah, he, yeah. Does, he doesn't do well. <laughs> he doesn't do well with emotions, bro. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he doesn't. It is funny, man, because his family, like his kids and his wife, joke because, like, when when the kids would like, let's just say, I don't know, one of the kids is outside and fucking like breaks a bone. Yeah. Like he's a dude that goes inside and he's like, hey. To, to tell his wife, like, hey, man, go handle that. <laughs> yeah, he's crying. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's part of our charm, though. <laughs> but not for nothing with, with this dude. His name, his name is Elvin King, man. He's, he's an awesome dude. And um, just, like, the the the, the work ethic, um, you know, the guy was sort of, like, always there. I remember as a kid just looking up, maybe because I didn't really have a father in the household at that age. Yeah. 
but looking up to him and 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 just like watching like watching him and trying to emulate him and his work ethic and his kindness and um and and him always sort of taking me under his wing and no matter what he was doing it was like because i was always like oh like i don't know what you, like it, it was even it, cutting grass like fuck i want to know how to do that and you know weed eating like i want to know how to do well, that. you grew up in a city so you're yeah in the country yeah and bro. You're like yeah that's yeah, yeah yeah and it was like and it was like oh and he used to do um we he, they, they would take over for um like their neighbors who had like a, a dairy farm and they would go on vacation and he would do the dairy farm for like a week and I'm like, yep, like I'm in. And we over there milking cows and shit and fucking, <laughs> yeah, dude. And, you know, so like that. But I remember him, like he was always like, like, I don't want to, like, he was always sort of driven and just worked hard, man. And so I saw that and it was just always drove me. It just always drove me more. I think that's. It inspires you, man. It does, like, man. Yeah, it, really does, it still man. stays with me today, yeah. man. And then, of course, man, my, my, my father. Um, who has the single greatest quote of all time? <laughs> Goddamn right he does. Goddamn right. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm getting a shirt with that shit. I'm getting rings made. We get he got everything, bro. For those of you who don't listen, my father has the single greatest quote of all time, and it, and it is a good piece of pussy will fuck you up. Goddamn right it will. <laughs> <laughs> but man, you know what? As I was driving over here today, and I was thinking about the whole father's thing, man. There is one thing that if, I, if I could say there was one thing of him that kind of stood with me was his ability to take a bad situation that people would freak out over and 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 basically just go like, OK, so like what's going on and kind of break it down and go like, OK, so now with that, we're going to do X, Y and Z. I remember one time in particular and it was I was in I was in high school. And um, there was a girl that I was having sex with and who claimed that she was that she might be pregnant. Oof. And I remember having I remember calling him and going and kind of freak. Not, I wasn't freaking out, but I was like calling him. Just like, I mean, hey. you're in high school, right? Right. Yeah. And so I'm going like, I have something to tell you. And I told him I told him what's going on. And it wasn't so much of what, the advice that he gave me. And the advice that he gave me was sound. But it was the. It was sort of like the tone that he used. And I, re I just remember hanging up and going, yo, like, no matter what happens, it's going to be fine. That's, that's and that was, the, yeah, bro, that was just like the, that, that was that was one of those moments, man, that just stuck with me. And again, it wasn't what he said, but it was the way he kind of broke it down and was just like, well, like, if this is the scenario, then then we'll do X, Y and Z. But if this is the scenario, then we'll do ABC. And then, you know, and then, and then if none of those two things happen or somewhere in between, then we'll just figure it out. But like, you know, it is what it is yeah. and we'll deal with it. And, and I remember hanging up and just feeling so much better and just knowing like, yo, like no matter what happens in a situation, like everything's going to be okay. Dude, there's a, that's a special like trait to have to not get too high. And I tell you this shit all the time. You have that like. Like and I tell people all the time, you're the most disciplined human being I've ever met in my life. But also, as far as emotions go, like I can be the like overreactionary, like nah, fuck that, we're going, you know, blah, blah. Right, right. and like you're always the, no matter what happens, bro, you're always the. You might be like, yeah, that's fucking crazy, but you're never going like that's fucking crazy. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> like I can tell you the craziest shit in the world, and the way you say it, I'm like. Oh, maybe it's not that bad. You know what I mean? Like, so I wonder, man, just because like I've known you so long, like if your kids will look at you the same way you look at your dad and go like, yo, no matter no matter what I told my dad, he was always like, all right, bro. So like, what are we gonna do about that? How are we gonna tackle this? Like, so matter of fact, because like, you know, you're twelve years older than me. Yeah. So like, we have that like older brother, younger brother, almost sort of dynamic. But like, I'm like, I've never ever can think of like i've seen you mad but i've never seen you mad to the point where you lost control so like i can totally see that rubbing off on you like your dad like when you tell me stories about him i'm like yeah that's you like you totally uh, gained okay. it because i've never seen you go even in situations where i felt like you should have lost your shit like whether it was work <laughs> whether it was like personal shit whether it's whatever right. like i feel like you're always just like yeah man like and so this happened and like blah blah where i'm going like ah you know <laughs> <laughs> So it's funny, man, because like to hear you say that, and I'm going, yeah, man, that's 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 sort of like that. Definitely, like more than influence, it literally just came across in your personality, and whether that's genetic 
or learned or whatever that is like yeah. you have that exact same thing all the time like uh uh i've never seen you too high or too i have been i've been told that like at work mm-hmm. where, where, where they'll be like oh like thank god you're here because like we like we know it's gonna be okay yeah because <laughs> <laughs> you're that guy the building's on fire and we look over and sean's like yo who getting the hoses <laughs> <laughs> like did y'all go grab it because maybe we should go grab hoses and we're like ah! <laughs> pandemonium is going on it's, just it's like, getting a little hot in my back dude and it's helped me because like i will say like as someone who like literally like um you know like i've learned over time to take the emotion out of things like i tell people all the time like you, you got to take stick to the facts take the emotion like i've had people in my life tell me that all the time and you're one of those where i look at it and i just i'm like okay like sort of like what would you do in these scenarios (laughs) i'm gonna get a bracelet but i gotta wsd let's go (laughs) part of the merch shop (laughs) but i have to like that doesn't naturally occur to me right like i have to think about that for a second and go okay like it's gonna be okay like uh, all right like this is it's it's just stuff like everything else is stuff like so how do you how do you tackle this stuff you know like and uh that's not something that to me happens naturally so it's funny like every time i hear you talk about that thing i'm like yeah man that came off like you're exactly like that (laughs) so i I, one day hopefully your kid is telling us a story about some girl he got pregnant and how you that's right (laughs) i say that to say i hope that me then me meanwhile in a, in, in my head my i'm freaking going nuts right it's a freaking tornado in my head <laughs> that's also part of the problem for guys right like most of us have tornadoes in our head and we just like and you just stuff it you just keep the tornado in bro because if uh yeah if you let it out then it's pandemonium <laughs> so yeah. you just gotta be like just you just roll with the punches man and, and, and roll out so like um yeah, man, I, I think there's a lot of shit. Like, we always joke around about, like, being a guy is pretty damn good, right? Like, we've never been oppressed, quote-unquote, right? Like, and all this right. stuff. So, like, there's that part. But there's also the, um, I think there's a real conversation to be had about, like, the, you know, like, a lot of us do die younger. And a vast percentage of that is because we're stupid and we just do crazy shit. But, <laughs> but the other part of that is, like, it, it is the, like, we just keep it bottled up and we just don't talk or we just kind of suffer in silence or we just like, you know, I think um, that there's a lot of things that we do because we're trained to go, no, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take care of your family. You're supposed to roll with the punches. You're supposed to just take it on the chin. You're supposed to like right. all this shit that we're sort of taught over time. That, like, that's quote unquote being a man. Yes. You know, like, yeah. What is that quote, man, where it's like most men live in quiet desperation? Yeah, that's exactly it, man. Right. And yeah. it's, it, it, it's, it's true because like I said, we're, we're, we're brought up to be, to be tough, you know, don't cry, be tough, you know, don't, don't complain, don't whine, um, but then sometimes that shit hurts us. Yeah, like, well, why are you crying, why are you this, or right. buck up, like, I think if you look at any scenario in life, I mean, we've had this conversation before, it's like, if your family is struggling financially, no one goes, well, how, what's the wife doing? Right. Everyone always goes like looks at yeah. the guy. You got a second job yet? You got a second job? Yeah. Yeah. And it's and, and again, some maybe rightfully so or not or whatever. Like I I'm I'm not even gonna debate that, but it's just the I think the pressure that comes with that. And certainly as a guy, like I'm a guy who puts that 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 I guess stereotypical mm-hmm. pressure on myself. Yep. So um so I get it, right? Or or you can't you can't complain, right? Because you got you gotta be the one that has their shit together, right? And so you do that. Um so I, I think, dude, it, it's really tough. I think to do sort of that. So that's why I have so much respect for like certain guys. And and again, even you know, going back to like talking about my uncles, like watching them as dads. Like man, they they're awesome dads to their kids. And then watching like what they did to me, at, at, or for me, and how close we are. And then just seeing like going like man. And I know some of them are going through some shit that they'll never talk about. Right. And went through shit that they'll never talk about. And do and it's just like. Man, like, uh, I, I just to keep your shit together like that and make that much of an impact on other people, and then, uh, yeah, like you said, almost at the expense of your own either mental health or yeah. well-being. There's, there's a reason we all die sooner, bro. I wonder, I wonder if your uncles know that 
that sort of like they help to raise you because they're younger guys too. Yeah, 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 for right? sure. They, they're older than you, but they're they're not they're not old. Yeah, no, none of them. They're all between my age and your age. Yeah, and then there's might be one of them who's in there. No, I guess there's two of them in their early fifties. Okay, so which which is not that well, far still, off for right. me, right? Like again, it's always been that like almost younger brother, older brother dynamic. Um, but no, nah, man, I, and I think I should probably do a better job of that. Like I said, like in the last few years, man, I think even our text messages have gotten, you know, more like, yeah, yeah love you, man, like this and that. But um, I, I definitely think it could be better and s- certainly expressing that because I think um, as I get older and not that they're that much older, but I think as I get older and I see people around me who have like family members who get sick or things happen, I'm going man, I should probably, like, it's one of those things where you keep putting off where I should probably have the conversation of, like, hey, man, I appreciate you guys and everything you've done for me. Because, dude, I look at everything I've done in life, man, whether it was um, whether it was work or whether it was as personal, whether it was, like, and almost every good memory I have of something that I've done, I it, it always goes back to something either that they taught me yeah. or something that I did with them or something you know like dude, I think about fishing like we did our fishing trip my my fishing trip has always been with my uncles and and they they're the ones who taught me like the like I was thinking about like on that fishing trip and I'm baiting stuff for like other grown men yeah like showing them how to do it and I'm going like <laughs> yeah my uncles taught me how to do this you know what I mean like I've done this a million times with them so just stuff like that man I don't know I feel like. They know, but they don't know, right? Like it's never been expressed. They've probably never given it a thought because no, they just did what they were supposed bro. to do, right? Yeah, and so. I think that happens to us too, right? As we're as we're raising children. So like, I have um, my uh, one of my oldest is uh, just got his permit, and so oh, and, and it's funny, man. Like I took him out driving to like literally he got it today. Oh, and so wow. um, earlier uh, earlier in the day, my wife took him out driving. Um, after that, sort of before I came here, um, I took him out driving just for maybe like 10, 15 minutes, right? <sighs> How'd that feel? It was fine, bro. But you know what? It's like I'm sitting back and I'm calm, but I'm also the dude that's just like, bro, like fucking turn or <laughs> like go. Like, what are you waiting for? You know, and but but also trying to like and then catching myself and going, he doesn't know, dude. <laughs> you know, you take for granted like that the whole driving thing, bro. You take for granted that people just know, and it's not. It, you have to learn. Like you have to kind of go through those growing pains. And as I'm watching them, and you know, like I'll make a comment like that, and it'll be like, "Why are you being mean?" <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm like, and I'm like, no, man, I'm not trying to be mean. I go, but you know, I'll, but I'll fucking turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, but out here, like, you can't be indecisive. Yeah, you know what? Like, if you're at a stop sign and you're gonna make a right, and then and you see that you're clear, don't be inching out. Like, no, you gotta make them bust a move. I said I would drive it all the time, thinking it'll get you killed. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to me, kids. <laughs> but no, man. Like I said, and, and it's funny because I'm teaching him in an old car. So I'm teaching him in in, in the zip. Zippy? Yep. Little zippy? Okay. Little zip. So with Lil Zip, for y'all for those of y'all that don't that don't know, is a two thousand one Honda CRV. So it doesn't have any of the there's no backup cameras, there's no, you know, there's no um no no blind spot warning, there's no nothing. So it's that's a it's, good way to learn though. It's a great way to learn. Yeah. Bro. It's a great way to learn. Plus it's 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 small and it can get in everywhere. Yep. So yeah. it's good. But you no, know, someone like the the really simple things where I'm just going like, dude, like go or dude, get on like you you're doing twenty in a forty. Like get on the gas, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? And then it's like then he gets up and he's doing like fifty, and I'm going like, no, slow man, down. slow down, bro. What are you doing? And then you know, for for us, yeah. I think for experienced drivers, like speed is a feeling, right? Like you know, you can. You know when you're speeding. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's not even a question. But I go like, but I had to, I had to like, reel myself in and go, no, he doesn't know what that feels like. He doesn't know that. You know what I mean? He doesn't know any of that stuff. And so, while you're trying to teach him the basics of like checking your mirrors and looking down at your speedometer and all that shit, I'm also going like, he doesn't know like the the things that become so second nature to you as a driver. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the like the speed or like okay, like I'm going to I'm going to make a turn here and I, and I just have to go. He's going but he's inching out. And I'm like, "No, you're going to cause an accident doing that shit. Like, don't do that. You got to go." Well, you think you've been driving for 30 years or whatever or more than, you know. Yeah, man, like I guess 32, 33 so, so years. All of that like is that? instinctual to you. It's right. so, it, it's become so normal to you that you can't understand why it's not to him. Right. Yeah. Cuz like, <laughs> haven't you watched me drive your whole life? What the fuck? But it's true. Like, like, like reminding yourself with the patience to like go. Yeah. Okay, he's new at this. Like, do, do you find yourself? So, is there things that you learned, or you know, good or bad? Is there things that you learned that sort of impacted the way you parented? Ooh. Like consciously, did you make conscious decisions? Because I, I, I know there's definitely things that you do. I think that we all do that we learn that we don't necessarily know. But is there anything consciously that you think about that you go, okay, I have to instill that in my kids, or I have to do that, or I have to like. Because I think that, and and I heard this quote, and it's actually from from like a a, a Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode. Okay, and it's like it's Aunt Viv. She says this quote, man, where she goes, and don't quote me on this, but it's something to the effect of, "We spend so much time giving kids what we didn't have that we forget to give them what we did." Hmm. And it's so profound, right? Because we always go. Every generation tries to do better by their kids. Mm-hmm. And then, and so I'm trying to do like the, okay, man, like you got, you got a, like matter of fact, right now he's starting to drive. And I told him, I'm like, I'm purposely not getting an oil change on this car because you're going to learn. And so, or like when there's like a flat tire, like you're going to learn how to fix that. So you want him to change the oil, learn how to change a flat. Right. Which, which, which by the way, right? Like when, when you get older and you're, and you're making money and you want to take it into some place to do it, by all means, cool. go do that. Yeah, shit. but learn how to change your own flat but, on the side of the road could save your life one day or yeah. just put, get you out of a weird, you know, predicament or whatever. Yeah. So, so there's, there's things like that that I'm kind of conscious about where I go like, I want to, you know, even cutting grass. Like I, I live on an acre. Right. So I told my sons this, like one of them already cuts the grass, but he'll do it on like the rider. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'll do the weed eating. But I told both of them just like this summer, like you guys are going to learn how to do the whole shit. Like you're going to cut, you're going to weed eat. And again, I don't know if it's going to serve them right in the future or not. At least they'll know how to turn on a lawnmower. But (laughs) (laughs) so I think it's that kind of shit. And then and then and then on the flip side of what. I think that I think that my like my parents, um, you know, there were certain topics that were sort of off, like off the table, like that you couldn't discuss at home. We do like consciously try to be super open, even if it's uncomfortable with whatever that whatever questions they have. So we have those kind of like whether it's sexual discussions, whether it's discussions about drugs and, and then the discussions about drugs. It's interesting, man, because they'll be like. Did you do it? Uh, yeah. And you can't and, lie. You don't right. want to lie. And I don't want to lie. And and I've I've done some stuff in my life, man. So the things that I've done, like I'll be like, yeah, like I did that. And this is how it made me feel. And, like I'm high right now. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think Funny, I get through these conversations? Funny you should bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know like they're in high like my two oldest are in high school bro and 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 it's such a dude to see the jump from like elementary to middle school middle school was a different animal too oh my god yes yeah it was for my daughter middle school was uh oh bro and then now they jump to high school where it's like but it's cool at the same time man because you're watching them and it's like they're going through this stage of life where they're sort of like becoming adults. Dude, middle school is weird because you're not old enough to be like a teenager, right. but you're also not young enough to be a kid. And then that's like when your body's changing. So mm-hmm. you're feeling all kinds of weird shit. And then like, yeah, middle school's odd, man. And I forget how odd that was. And my daughter's first year of middle school was this year. And the first six months, she was like a completely different human being. Like, I didn't know. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> like, just everything. Like, the shit she would say or feel or ask, you're just like, you weren't this person a month ago. Like, what yep. is going on? It was like a switch flip. But, like, yeah, you forget what that was like, man. It's an awkward. Those are some awkward years, man. Like, the middle. Because at least in high school, you sort of have an idea of your personality. And then you belong to a clique. And then this and that. Middle school is like. You're not quite a teenager yet, so those people don't accept you. 
you're too old to be considered a child. So those people don't accept you. It's like, and then again, like your body's going through all this kind of weird shit. You're just, oh, yeah, that's But even dude, even the first year of high school, it's like, I'm watching these guys and, and they're, and they're fine and they have their little friends or whatever. But, um, you know, they, they're looking at the sophomores, juniors and seniors as like, you know, they're like the, the, the older crowd. Right. And, and, and they're looking at those guys and we know, what are they doing and what are they not doing? And, so it's it's an interesting time for those guys, but I think it's it's exciting for me, man, to mm-hmm. watch them go through that. It's exciting. The the, the driving thing is 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 scary, um, but it's also exciting. Like I know in a year from now, like these dudes are gonna go, hey, like taking the car, and we're all going. Oh, you know what I mean? Like I that's, that's gonna happen. Like, bro. Yeah, it is, man. I, I think about me, man. I'm 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 not that far behind you. I'm I'm two years from the permit, and then three years from the. I I can't even like. Yeah, I don't I can't even. Oh, think about that. Like my daughter out there driving. Yeah. Oh, so I can't imagine what you're feeling because it's a different concern now as a parent, right? It's like your kid leaves now without you. And then you're, you know, like just, it's a whole nother set of concerns that you don't, um, I don't know, man. I think we, we, we discount when we're the ones in that position. And, um, yeah. And then the other thing is so like when I, when I started driving and maybe when you did too, I don't know, there were no cell phones. Mm-mm. So, like when I left the house, there was no way for my mother to get a hold of me. Same. So I can't imagine what because my, my my wife is a helicopter mom. So she's gonna you know she's gonna be like the, the one like texting and hey are you okay or like text me when you get there yeah. that kind of shit. Text me when you're gonna leave it. Right. Right. She right, gonna right, Google right. Earth the thing. Like <laughs> I know there's no traffic. <laughs> Take sixteen minutes. If I don't get a text at sixteen minutes, <laughs> yeah. she going wave and shit. Yeah, she go, <laughs> where I, you where you coming from? I know there's traffic on Central. If you'd have taken <laughs> Magnolia, you'd have been fine. <laughs> All right, man. I know we went really long on that. Yeah, shit, we man. did, man. No, but I, I think well worth it, man. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think you know, pay pay a, a thirty minute homage to to fathers, man. It's not that bad. I will say. Um, to sort of wrap that up one of the things i always do and this sort of goes to what we were talking earlier we're sort of taught to like be emotionless and and be this is like i tell my kids i love them every day and i hug them and i do you know and i'm like almost overly sappy if that makes sense just because i never want them to feel that like that thought of like yeah my dad was like cold or emotionless right. or whatever like I think that's something that I'm always like, I'm always conscious of, of like just telling that over and over, especially to my son, because I want him to like understand, like, yo, this is cool, like this is okay, like right. you should tell me this, like you should do that, like I want to normalize, like you're saying before, like do my uncles know, like, I'm like, no, like probably not as much as they should, and like I want to normalize that for him to just go, like, man, just tell people you love them, like just, just, just give them a hug, just do whatever, like you just, like it's, it's not even to be as dramatic as like you never know when the last time is or whatever, but it's almost just to go like. You know, like with this this time we have is it, it is pretty finite, man. So I think telling the people who mean something to you, like, man, you did this thing and it did that, like, you just you just don't know how that's gonna impact someone because there's shit again that people have done for me that I'm like I carry and and for you and all that stuff. So I think you just never know what that is. So I think just like talking about it and just being open and all Absolutely, that is uh, it's helpful, man. So so shout out to all the dads. Shout out there, to the dads, man. baby. And if um if you like Jim Jones. <laughs> Jim Jones had a had a post on Instagram where he was like, for this Father's Day, I want the works. I need the spa. I need my toes done, my nails done, like the whole shit. And if not, birthdays is going to be different from here on out. <laughs> like I'm gauging. You know what they should do? They should make Father's Day at the beginning of the year, like right before Valentine. Right. And then you can decide on how you're going to address the rest of the year Fuck for everybody. Fuck it, got to be on New Year's. <laughs> Petition to move Father's Day to New Year's <laughs> New Year's <laughs> Day. <laughs> That's so good, man. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. That's so good, man. Dude, I uh, you know who's uh I don't know if he's a dad, but it was it certainly made some poor decisions, bro. Do you see the the bus driver here from Florida? No. He's like actually not too far from here. It's in Flagler County. Oh yeah, that's close. Yeah, super close, bro. So he drove a school bus drunk with kids in it. Yeah. Yeah, bro. And now uh, obviously you can't do that. So he had a whole court date and yeah, whatever. Yeah. Da da da. So he shows up super late to the court date, like <laughs> hours, bro. Like he don't give a fuck. And- 
<laughs> the dopest part is is that like while they're going through his hearing and all that, he's hammered at the court <laughs> date. <laughs> I'm like, yo, at least homie's consistent, bro. <laughs> Dude, you know what, man? You want I wonder like how much that actually happens. Because yo, not for nothing, man. Drunk bus drivers. Not necessarily drunk, right? But but like drunk, high, like 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 whatever whatever your poison is, right? Yeesh. Dude, I was at I was at a family gathering this weekend. <laughs> you sure you want to talk about was, this? And it was drunk bus drivers? No. <laughs> we had a couple of that coke bus. was flowing? <laughs> <laughs> the kids is outside? No, but I, what, what I was going to say is that they was like, we and we were drinking tequila, which I love tequila because tequila, like the next day, as long as you don't mix it with like beer or whatever, like... You're good. The right tequila. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the not, right. not not the gasoline shit. Yeah. Um but I re- but somebody made a comment at one point where they were like, Oh, um, like, oh man, yeah, like I'm like I'm fucked up or I'm drunk or whatever. And I remember thinking, like, man, like I'm not even like nothing. It's cause we get a lot of practice. Yes. <laughs> and that's my point. So like this dude is probably going like, oh, if I if I drink this, like I'm good. I can still drive. Right? But then you really can't. It's pretty wild, man. That dude, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, you sure, bro. The funny part is there's a video of him in the court. Like he's not even a little drunk. Like he's hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and he tells the judge, I'm a little inebriated right now. <laughs> So he just admitted it off the bat. Yeah, bro, because he kept cutting off the judge and he, he kept like uh, uh, interrupting the whole hearing. Like he's mad late. It's already thing. He's clearly intoxicated. Yeah. But when he pauses, like, I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm a little inebriated. <laughs> it's the best video, bro. Well, dude, speaking of dumbasses, <laughs> you seen that Memphis, there's a Memphis kid, bro, stole a car. Okay. Right? Guy's name is, I got to shout him out. Guy's name, yeah, yeah, fuck him. I gotta shout him out. Um, Robert Mitchell. So this dude, teenager, or yeah, he's a teenager. Um, he stole a 2012 Infinity G37. Hey, at least he picked a decent car. Yeah. Um, but what he did was once he once he got it, he tried to extort money from the owner to get the car back. <laughs> what the fuck? Like hostage? He owns in a car hostage? Essentially. Okay. And. So the owner calls the cops, and the cops are like, yeah, just tell them you'll give them the money and tell them you're going to meet him somewhere. So they do. The kid goes like, okay, yeah, meet me at the fucking whatever, the 7-Eleven. And, of course, when he gets there, the cops show up, and they, and they arrest the guy. And they get him. They got him, for obviously, for, for like, Grand Theft Auto and, and extortion. So, okay. But I was thinking, I was like, you know what, like, don't they have those cyber attacks that where they can like hold your data hostage yeah. until you pay them? Yep. I wonder if he was looking at shit like that and going like, oh yeah, I could do the same shit for the car. car. And he didn't think it and through. Then he that think it's it through. like a physical appearance you gotta make. <laughs> How stupid are you? Oh my God, man. Yo, common sense isn't so common, bro. There's a lot of stupid people in the news this week. You've seen um, this rapper that... Uh, he, they robbed a bunch of ATMs and he got caught because he dropped a song talking about how he robbed the ATMs. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, this guy, which this is a whole nother story, but his rapper name is 213 Jug God, which we're going to have to talk about that name, Juggy. But <laughs> whenever he removes the God. Whenever, yeah, what the fuck? Anyway, his name, his real name is Ladishin. Damn. Jug God. Ladacian Riley. Yeah, we just gonna go with <laughs> We're gonna go with the Jug I'm gonna go with Ladacian Riley. Th- th- yeah. Anyway, he made a whole song called uh, Make It Home, and the song brags about robbing ATMs. And so, long and behold, there was a string of robberies of ATMs, and they were able to tie it to him because the song. That's crazy, about- man. So, like, I mean, obviously, he's not like a big time hip hop artist. Nah, right? I'm gonna guess it has something to do with 213 Jug God being your name. <laughs> the fuck bro Lil and whatever the fuck bro just that's all just, you gotta do bro. yeah don't try to <laughs> don't try to reinvent the wheel bro Lil Jug Lil God anything would've worked bro god damn Big Jug Big God like pick one god damn dude if you're trying to get money listen all you gotta do is contact this company that's offering to 
um, offering you two grand to release a hundred cockroaches in your house. Wait, so they'll give you two thousand dollars? Two thousand dollars, and you have to release just a hundred cockroaches. What kind of cockroaches are we talking? Let's like just let's German just, roaches, let's palmetto go with, bugs. Let, no, 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 no. Let's go with the German, the nasty German cockroach. Oof. So a hundred so in your house. And you're not allowed to stomp them immediately following Correct. The because they're trying to test this new like bug killer. So like, oh, a bug killer. Okay. Yeah. So, but you got to leave them in there. For, leave them alone for 30 days. Well, uh, presumably the bug killer will kill them in less than that. That's what they're trying to figure out. Presumably. But if it doesn't work, <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't work, then they'll send in like the shit that, that, that that's sort of known they'll to nuke. work okay. and they'll and they'll nuke them. But thir- are you willing to live with in your house for 30 days with a hundred roaches knowing how them shits breathe? No, fuck no. For two grand? No. Two grand. Not absolutely not. Ten grand. Nah. 50 G's. Nah, you let them loose. <laughs> 30 days, 50 G's, I'm out. I'm going to go stay at a hotel for a month, and you can let them loose. Just make sure they're gone by the time I get back. Oh, and uh, one of the stipulations is you have to own the house. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was like a fucking a rental like a property? <laughs> a re- you get like Airbnb absolutely. Shit. Yeah, let that shit out. <laughs> I'll get an Airbnb, and then just let that bitch out. Yeah, two G's, ten, that's not enough money to be that uncomfortable, bro. I mean, I'm sure for somebody, the two G's has changed their life. I ain't living that uncomfortable. Is a hundred a lot? A hundred roaches? No, nah, when you talk about those roaches, no. The problem is, is that them German roaches, a hundred, they they, like they, they Puerto Rican, bro. In two days, there'd be 175,000 of them motherfuckers. Bro. All they do is fuck. <laughs> I don't even know why they call them German. <laughs> Little Boricua roaches, they be going off. <laughs> but if you had to stay there, so 50 G is not enough. Uh, I, I I think you could get me hundred k. Fuck man, I got you. I, have to stay in the house because they want you to to like live normally, like eat normally, leave shit on the counter. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like, you gotta like, just live. Yeah, you gotta live normally. Like so. Be, here's the thing: is like if you set them loose and then they can just go. Like roaches tend to just run and hide, right? Until right. it gets like like as someone who grew up in a house of roaches like, <laughs> you turn on the lights and they tend to scatter right and they fucking hide right so like they'll go and then they'll do their thing and they'll just go hide right yeah, so like yeah, part yeah. of me goes i could stomach that for 100k maybe for a month maybe for a month I, like the, the idea of roaches just running rampant and like crawling over you or doing some shit like that like you're eating dinner and a roach runs across your table absolutely not bro i'm not doing it <laughs> There's no fucking way. I also have burn, a thing. Like, I hate burn the house down. Burn the house down, bro. That's their house now. I'll be like, your spray didn't work, but guess what did? <laughs> Fire, bitches. Fire. <laughs> Matches and kerosene. Who knew? <laughs> be like, light it up, Firefly. Let's fucking run. <laughs> I hate roaches, bro. Yeah, I don't. And then if it's palmetto bugs, absolutely not. You could tell me three of them, and I'll be like, fuck you. <laughs> Dude, Dude those are shit. nice, man. The palmetto bugs? They're big, but they're not like, they're not. The thing is with German roaches is that they're fucking fast, bro. They're fast. They have wings. Ugh. The palmetto bugs move real slow. They're they kind of want to be outside. Oh, man. They're big and ugly, and they're just like there. I haven't had you them gotta in your see. house? Yeah. Palmetto bugs? Yeah. Yes. I haven't had them in my house. I, I Like here, like when it, well, not in here, not, but in Florida, when it rains, you see them. Like I spray here, so I don't yeah. tend to get them, but like I have seen them here where, where you, get, you occasionally get the one after it rains. That's probably why I haven't seen them. I've been paying Massey for 20 you, years. Yeah. yeah. I was saying, <laughs> I pay someone now, so I haven't seen them, but I have lived in places in the past where like I definitely, I, especially after a rainfall, yeah. they tend to come up and they'll come in the house um i'm trying to think of where i live now if i've seen him no i think i've seen him outside of my patio but not in my house but that's fucking gross can you imagine you know a hundred of those big ass palmetto bugs in your house yeah but no no those those are those fuckers are they take over your bed bro they'd be like they'd be like like, move over they'd be moving furniture (laughs) (laughs) we like we like the couch over here one change the channel (laughs) motherfuckers are big bro where's the remote We carried it around here somewhere. <laughs> That's nasty, man. I can't. I, roaches gross me out, man. Uh, I can't even like. I, 
dude, I've again, I've lived in houses where you turn on the lights and you just see them scatter and they run across everywhere and all that. Maybe I'm traumatized from that, but hell no, <laughs> dude. When but when when we lived in New York, man. Oh yeah, so, especially up north. Yeah, it was bad, and and um, you know what? It wasn't until they came out with uh, remember combat. Mm-hmm. Those little fucking flat things that the they would have. Little black things that yeah, go inside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. When combat came out, the gum. Yo, how you remember when combat came out? That's why. <laughs> because you know what? Because as a as a kid, I remember and my mother would kept a clean house. But Yeah, you just couldn't do anything. It didn't matter. But when you live in when you live in an apartment building, man, you don't know what your neighbors yeah, are you're doing. Exactly everybody, right. you know. So anyway, I remember going like if if I was up later watching something, so my mother would always be like, "Okay, kitchen's closed." She fucking cut the lights off. She go to her room. I'm outside still watching TV, and then I want to get something from the fridge. I would literally walk over to the to the kitchen, cut the lights on. Don't look in there. Cut the lights on. Wait like ten seconds, and then walk in because I hated. The sight of them scurrying of off, scurrying off, man. I fucking hated Dude, that. And then they're always in, in electronics because they eat. So you would see them like bust out out of the TV or bust back in or are or, or under the fridge. Like it's fucking gross, bro. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, never had, I never had them in the TV. No. Oh, that you didn't look, bro. I'm telling you, they was in there. It's because you cut on the lights and didn't look. But they always went right back in. They always went right back into whatever was warm. So they would like uh, cut back inside of the television or inside of like the fridge or inside of like their microwave or inside like anything that retain heat they tend to hide in that yeah. shit. Especially up north, man. Like you said the 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 <laughs> oh, fuck that, bro. Combat, bro. Combat. Yo, how do you remember when combat? I remember. Do you, did you guys have the little glue traps like for the rats and the roaches would get stuck in them? The little so glue I remember mat? those. I I hated those shits because you would see them. Yeah, it was like, disgusting. Yeah, I don't want to see them. In the combat, they just went inside and they either died in there or they went back to their hive and they killed everybody in the That's hive what behind the wall and you didn't know. And what you was never know, right? Yeah. And in the combat, the little black thing was clean. Yeah, you didn't. You, it was just like a little package of things. Dude, they have some shit like that for ants now that works. Yeah. It's a little clear gel. Like, you ever get the a crazy oh, ant infestation in your house? Just the, buy the, the little. The real pack. small joints. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small I've joints, seen the that. Ant, they, they take one little droplet of that back to the hive and it just fucking obliterates all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in that shit, no, but it's not I got good. it. I got it. You put the fucking drops down <laughs> yeah, and, they, and, and they converge on that shit like, like it's. Like it's like a you know like a food stamp day. Yeah, dude. And and yeah, and they go back and they all die. That's why you know how they say roaches are the only thing that would survive a nuclear like attack. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck is in raid then? <laughs> if, if, if roaches survive a nuclear attack, <laughs> what is in a can of raid? <laughs> that shit is crazy, bro. Oh my god. All right, man. Moving off of that. Um, no, you seen The Conjuring? You ever seen The Conjuring? Oh yeah, I love those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love The Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I think The Conjuring, like the the first one, is probably fuck man. That might be my favorite like horror movie. They're okay. so good, man. Because and they're also they feel so real, like so possible. Yeah, I think that's what makes them awesome. So the house, um, is actually in Rhode Island. Okay, it just sold for one point five million. If you see the house, bro, the house is fucked up. I was gonna say, is it a shithole like the one in the movie? Yeah, it, it's okay. it's it's pretty bad. They come with the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, and I didn't know this, they actually um, they do like like almost like ghost tours, like like they do tours in the house. So it's kind of a money maker. So I say, are you so you're buying a business? Yeah, I guess. And then they're keeping. What the fuck did I see this? Um, I think they're like. So they have this paranormal business, and then the people who are sort of running it now, they're sort of like letting them continue to run it. But I was just interested. I, I was, I was like, wow. You figure a house like that couldn't sell, right? Like it would be like the the house that no one wants to buy. Yeah, well, you, one would think. Bro, I don't want a house that. No. Again, unless it's a business that. Unle- right, and and I think it was some some like developer that actually bought it. Would you live in that? No, fuck no, man. Listen, I'm not. Let me say this, man. It's not that I believe or don't believe in ghosts. Listen, I've never seen one. You know, I've never seen anything and no premonitions. No, I've none of it. I don't have I don't have that. Whatever, whatever is in your brain that allows you to see that shit. Like I have I have a niece. She sees dead people. Okay. like and she'll see like 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 shadows. Like she'll come here like to your house 
and she'll be like, oh yeah, like there's, I, I can see there's there's somebody that hangs out that hangs outside of that window. Yeah, tell her to pull up, yeah, and just looks in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, I'm always looking at. I'll be like, is is it right here? <laughs> is it right here? And then and then and I'll be I put my arm around like nothing, and I'll be like, take the picture. <laughs> take the picture. Yo, you asshole. Because <laughs> I would do some shit like that. I'll be like, I'm high-fiving him. Is he, is he, is he hitting is he back? There? Right. Is he hitting back? But, but I imagine, like, those those houses, like, like I don't want to be in a place where I'm hearing fucking footsteps on, foot, yeah. the, on, the, on the second floor. The you know what I mean? Like fucked in a yes. place like that. Because even if you don't believe it, or even if your it's mind's not true, quote unquote, you. your mind's gonna yeah. Every time you hear some boiler going off in the middle of the night, you're gonna be like, oh, there he is. Yeah, he's coming for me. Like yeah, yeah. Or I see like, the movies, door slams or nah, man. I'm not. I'm I'm not cool with that, bro. Yeah, that's okay. I'm gonna pass on that house, bro. That's oof. Although I would say in Rhode Island, 1.5 million. That's like the governor's mansion money, bro. That shit. Have you ever been to Rhode Island? It's pretty much a shit mm-hmm. home. Actually, I say is it, it really. Nah, not well, all of it, right? Not all of it. The um the main cities in Rhode Island, like their capital and all that, is pretty shitty. Um, they're actually one of the nicest cities or one of the nicest little towns I've been to in the summer yeah. is in Rhode Island, which is uh Newport. Uh, oh, yeah, if yeah. you ever get a chance to go there, oof, and go to the breakers and all that, that it's beautiful. That, I'm beautiful. Like one of the, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to in, in, um, the United States, especially as a drive, Yeah, you go through drive on the coast kind of thing. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Ride. But yeah, the rest of it, like uh, Providence and all yeah. that, ugh, <laughs> gross, bro. <laughs> I was going to say the whole that. shit looks haunted, bro. The, the place is like the size of a city. Yeah. It's horrible, bro. Yeah. Rhode Island is the super tiny. State, yeah. 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 Shit is like Disney world. <laughs> I was about to say something. <laughs> I'm gonna just stop there. <laughs> it's horrible, bro. Yo, did you see the story with this four year old kid, bro, who underwent surgery in Houston? I don't, I don't yeah. even know if you saw the headline, bro. So he was. Why would a four year old be going through surgery? I guess he had some issues with his groin, like some, like uh, in that area. Okay. Wait, and wait, what do you mean in that area? Like it's like it's like a particular area, like is it it's, like his fucking groin or so something. It, it doesn't really like go that far in, but essentially in his groin muscles somewhere, oh, like it is the, where you pull. Yeah, like literally they're performing surgery around there because he pulled something or not pulled, but something went down. Okay. Anyway, um, the doctor made a mistake and uh, snipped the wrong parts. Um, where he was where he was supposed to be snipping probably some kind of tendon or something near the groin. No. Um, he snipped the kid's vast difference, which basically means he gave him a vasectomy at four years old by accident because, quote, they didn't verify that it was cutting the right piece of anatomy uh, from the. So the, the parents are suing nonetheless. Well, of course. So the surgery happened last summer and they're like, well, now this kid's going to have to explain to his future partners, you know, this is a scenario. He's going to deal with the stigma of not being able to reproduce, blah, 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 yada, yada. I feel like this kid's the luckiest kid alive. Guess what, honey? Yeah. <laughs> it's not mine. It's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this. Yeah, yeah, your girl come up pregnant? Yo, that's the shit you keep a secret, right? Yeah. You just play it by yeah. ear? <laughs> it's a miracle. You'd be like, no, it's not. <laughs> You'd be like, can we get a test done? And that's where you look like an asshole. And then, but dude, how, how incompetent are you at your job that you're like, I think this is the right part. And you just cut away. I feel like that's one of those things that you should be really fucking sure before you make that yeah, decision. Yeah, of course, man. And I, I mean, I, I would imagine whatever part he was supposed to cut was near that. But you, would should, but you should know what he, that is. He should be fixing an ACL and this motherfucker is <laughs> opening a scrotum. <laughs> Why are you touching like, my balls? Right? <laughs> Why is the incision there? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know he was going to do that. I thought I was just being touched inappropriately by this guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy, bro. Dude, how we doing on time? Uh, we're an hour three, man. Right, hour three, man. What you got? What, what you got? What's left? Yeah, let me see. Let me make sure. I, I want to make sure we we hit on all the the good ones. I have. I feel like I don't want to touch on the rate hike because nah, I feel that. like we'll we can go time. a whole long time yep. talking about this rate hike. Oh, yeah, we got to do this one, man, real quick. Yo, those. Do you see about this elephant in India? <laughs> this shit is crazy, bro. This uh, 
70 year olds aren't having a or, or are having a good weekend and some of them not so much bro so this 70 year old lady in india or i think it's india i honestly i can't pronounce yeah it is, elephants has got to be india it's eastern india all right yeah so eastern, i couldn't pronounce the name of this village or whatever it's from so I, that's why i hesitated but anyway this lady in india um she was trampled by an elephant like it killed her yeah so she dies whatever they have her funeral at the funeral the same elephant comes back and, and tramples on her body Get and then the runs off. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fucking elephants are for vengeance, bro. He really do they got a like, video? I hope they do. I didn't see it. How lit would that be? <laughs> you come back to make sure she's dead. Dude, he took her body. Oh, the thing is, is that it's on a, um, what do you call those things? It's a, um, it's a pyre. Um, where, where, but you know, like they lay your body on this thing, and I think they set it sort of on fire. On fire. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, the, her body's on there. He knocks it down, stomps it. And then runs off into the night. Is this one of them places where like elephants can kind of roam freely? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he throws her around and then he just runs off into the night, bro. He just he's gonna go hang with the homies. You know, be like, crazy. be like, hold up, I gotta make sure this bitch is dead. Yeah, <laughs> double checking, yo. And then they basically like clean the mess up and then just carry it on with the funeral. I mean, I guess what do you do in that scenario? Oh my but, god, bro, dude, I couldn't imagine living like. Could you imagine like an elephant walking down the street? No, nah, it's it's weird to me um, because I'm not used to it. But I would right, imagine that right, people right. in India are no, probably they, like, they're used. Oh to it, yeah, there goes Dumbo, and then they're just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo. One time on they my Patrice on my cameras in front of my house, I'm I'm away from home. Um, I can't even remember where I was, but um, I get an alert, and when I look at the alert, there's two people on horses in my driveway. And mind you, that's not something I expect to see. Like you, you, you're here all the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't expect to see people on a horse riding through my neighborhood, and they're literally in my driveway. Like I guess they're using it to sort of turn around. Okay. And then they, so they're literally going down the sidewalk riding two horses. Like, like it's yeah, you know, like like is they're there in their like Toyota a um, so there is, uh, there used to be the police used to train their horses okay. not too far from here, like walking distance. And then there is uh, a neighborhood nearby that is a bunch of ranches and people have their own yep. stables and all that stuff. So like from that, then I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's just not, I just had never seen them sort of come this far into the neighborhood. Like I've seen them out on the main road near my house, but just yeah. never in here. Yeah. I would I would like, I, I have seen them around my neighborhood, but. There's farms like near me. So that makes sense. Yeah. So you know, we're living in Kissimmee, man. So you know, what, what, what do you want? Get an elephant. Like, I, I don't know, man. That shit's crazy. But I just thought, like, yo, this elephant really fucking hated this lady, bro. <laughs> How you kill yeah. her and then go back and make sure she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. On that, tell them where to find us. Listen, uh, if you're not already following us uh, at the Carbon Football Podcast on IG, at Carbon Football Podcast on YouTube, uh, TikTok, Facebook, um, and everywhere you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Twitter, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Geo Savin, Ghana, uh, Pocket Cast, Podchaser, all of it. We're, we're everywhere, man. Um, literally everywhere. Uh, we won't be here next week, so make sure you guys go back and listen to all the old episodes. This is some of your favorites. Um, tell your friends about us, Pizza Man's, Dentist, everything, man. Just, just uh, thank you guys for the support. Just keep spreading the love. Absolutely. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, again, won't be here next week, but take the week off, and we will see you for episode 106 in two weeks. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Yeah, happy Father's Day. Peace. Peace.